All right, hello and welcome. This is uh, Shock Monkey Radio. We're a little bit late today. We're trying to get all the video all set up and everything. Uh, so we got, you know, takes a little bit more effort, a little bit more time. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's a brand new thing we got here at FXBG Fi uh, Public Radio. <laughs> 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 radio. Oh, it takes me back. Yeah. Two seasons in here to uh, Shock Monkey Radio. We're not pirate radio anymore. We're public radio. No. Yeah, I'm the madman, and today is a very special day. It is? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a good thing that uh, Hill Hippie's in the world. Happy birthday, bro. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot. You're welcome. You're welcome. Other than that, no, nah, it's just any other jackass day. <laughs> Or to, uh, to any, everyone or else. this jackass's day, you know, yeah. you, any way you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. So, how was your weekend? Uh, mundane, you know, been busy at work uh, doing, you know, trying to get all this, caught up on this job site, so working Saturdays for God knows how long now and God knows how long in the future. Sunday was uh, mundane task day. Went out, did some shopping, replaced the my work boots that I was literally walking out of. The right boot was talking to me until I duct taped it and screwed the duct tape to the steel toe. And this kind of weather, all this wetness and snow and stuff like that, it rots, rots boots right out from under you. Right out from underneath you. And yeah. I was, the pair I had was just a cheap tall uh $25 pair from Walmart. Oh, yeah. And those Brahmas, they don't fucking last, especially in the mud that we're having to walk through that well, pull the boot right off of your foot, laces and all. Yeah. So that was really about it, besides watching YouTube videos. Yeah, my YouTube channel? Sometimes, yes. Speaking of, yes. Yes, actually I did. Yeah? Yeah, I decided I was going to do some video editing, because I had I played the video editing software for Otherland Other Dreams. Other Dreams, yeah. And I was like, hmm, I'm going to pull off the Hill Hippies Garden. Let's double check to make sure uh, Madman hadn't pulled it off from that episode. And yep, sure enough, it was on the Madman Lowercase channel. <laughs> so yes, I was on your channel for a little bit. Yeah, just search for the Madman Lowercase. You can see my YouTube channel in, in my videos. In my videos. Better than your unders. Yeah, happy birthday, bro. Again, I thank you. Yeah. Um. So because it's your birthday, I'm going to let you go first with Hill Hippie's Garden. Okay. So I'm going to start off with this, uh, I constantly hear people talking about how human beings share like 50% of their DNA with bananas. Bananas? Bananas. Okay. Let's see where you're going with this. Well, it's long been known that we're closely related to chimpanzees and other primates. Yeah. But did you know that we share more than of our genetic material with chickens, fruit flies, and bananas? Really? Really. Uh, all living creatures come with their source code. It's genome. Yeah. You know, hack it, you hack the matrix, which tells us how to grow, build ourselves, and operate. These instructions are made of DNA, which tells us how to make different protein molecules, depending on what species we are. Right. They tell, they tell your body, your physiology, how to interact with carbon, how to interact with oxygen, and so forth, depending right. upon your species or your genome. And the proteins that make us up choose like, our physical characteristics, such as eye color, Hair color, which you can't see in the black background. And uh, <laughs> stuff such as. They also comprise uh, substances essential for life, such as enzymes, antibodies, and hormones. Mm -hmm. Does that mean don't feed your spouse meat when they're angry? Hormones? I, I guess. I don't mm. know. 
Maybe it's thoughts like that why I'm twice divorced. Moving on. <laughs> Sequencing the genome of various organisms, researchers, uh, researchers have found that all living things on the planet uh, have similarities in their source code. And this overlap comes from Luca. L- Luca? Luca. How do you mean? How do I mean? Yeah. It comes from Luca. Okay. Explain. That's, okay. What, that's, that's what I'm trying to get at. Explain. This joke was specifically in here thinking EK was going to be in the room because no. I was wanting him to pipe up for this. You were wrong. But yeah, apparently so. But relax, EK. You're young and hasn't been out there poll- uh, pollinating the planet like a bee. LUCA is an acronym that stands for Last Universal Common Ancestor. Probably a single-celled organism that lived three to four billion years ago. Right, right. Which everything has... Kind of evolved from. Right. That's mm-hmm. why there's similarities in, across and, all yeah. these species. Would you like some examples? I got a couple examples. Go ahead. Bananas. This is the one we started off with, right? 50% of our DNA comes from bananas. Do you want to know what we get that we share with bananas? Sure. Our uh, housekeeping genes, necessary for basic cellular function like replicating DNA, uh-huh. controlling cell cycle and cell division. Right. And they're, uh, these are shared between many plants and animals. Yeah. So, no, ladies, that guy isn't part banana. He's just happy to see you. <laughs> oh, another page. All oh, right. yes. Fruit flies. We share 60% of our DNA with fruit flies. That's more than, we're, so we're closer to bana- uh, fruit flies than bananas. Uh, really, really close. Okay. I think it's both of them are at, right at 60%. I think fruit flies might be like just a little more than 60. So I'd rather, I don't know if I'd rather compare myself to a fruit fly than a banana, but okay. Well, fruit flies do like their bananas. They, yeah, <laughs> they do. Uh, fruit flies share uh, common genes for many biological functions involving growth and development, and 75% of the genes that cause disease in us human beings are in fruit flies. There's a reason why these things are so highly studied. They'll use uh, fruit flies in genetic studies for better ways to combat diseases in human beings because of the similarities between the two. Chickens. They're dinosaurs. Yes, they once were. But they are also living organisms I'm sure we share DNA with. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, the same uh, genes that help them create eggshells and their bones help us make our bones and add to bone calcification. And, and just use it different ways. Yeah. And different proteins. Yeah. And the genes for uh, several immune response proteins that once were only thought to be in mammals are found in chickens. So we do have some dinosaur DNA in there. <laughs> We're dinosaurs. <laughs> We're dinosaurs, man. They're totally. <laughs> what would that make you be? A, a, a triceratops? No, I guess you'd be like a predator dinosaur. It's like, no, it's like, we, it's kind of like how we bred dogs from wolves. Uh-huh. We bred uh, dogs from wolves into these domesticated creatures. And because we had one time taken dinosaurs and bred them into little feathery things that we eat. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because everyone knows that Allosaurus, and uh, you can find the Allosaurus with the uh, Velociraptor, it makes some tasty, tasty breasts. I bet dinosaurs are good to eat. Man. I bet they were. I mean, Tyrannosaurus was always running around eating them. The meat, it tastes like chicken. It's like, it's, a, it's like a shitload of chicken. So that makes you, that makes you wonder, with the, cro- uh, the close uh, relation between dinosaurs and uh, avians, mm-hmm. were chickens white, uh, were dinosaurs white meat? 
Yeah, probably. One would think. Dinosaurs, the other other white meat. <laughs> you got more? Ch- uh, yeah, a little bit more. The chimpanzees, they share 96% of our DNA with us. They are our closest relatives after the bonobos, but I couldn't find any numbers Shock on the monkey. bonobos. Shock monkeys. <laughs> we still don't know what makes us uniquely human in our DNA f- from chimpanzees and bonobos. Aliens rewrote our code. Maybe. Maybe. Right, Maybe Alex. it was the uh, Garthens. Maybe. Could be. Yet recent studies show that certain genes and parts of the DNA regulating the expression of genes account for our greater complexity and larger brain size. So does that mean our DNA is like the expression artists of the gene world? Because they're more expressive, that leads to our complexity in the bigger brains? So we're just like a giant uh, Picasso or Van Gogh? I think that's a very positive way to look at it. <laughs> I do agree. We're, I think each of us is a work of art. Yes, hippies um, have been saying it for a long fucking time, man. They're well, actually, they're, they were on to something. They just didn't know it. Well, I mean, Thank I, you, you know. Pot Smoke. Is it pot smoke t- told you that? These are the pot smoke or the fungi. Fungi? Fungi. Which we share 30% of our DNA with. A common ancestor of both plants and animals. Fungi doesn't want to be uh, left out. It's coming for us. You remember when I talked to you about the uh, Umphiocordyceps sinensis, the, uh, the zombie fungus? Yes. A new one has been discovered. They're not going to zombify us anymore. They're going to take our fucking place, dude. Oh. I'm going to pull up this picture for you. I don't want to. Don't show me the thing that's going to kill me. Gastrium Britannicanum. The human-shaped mushroom. That is cool looking. (laughs) I could write a comic book based upon that. That is awesome. Look at it. Should I put it in the camera? You got to put it in that camera. This camera? Yeah. Show them. The human-shaped fungus. It's so gross. It's coming for us all. We were worried about the zombie fungus. Nah, fuck this. They're going to replace us. I would like to give you more information on this, but I just discovered it. Uh, Tune in for a future episode of Hill Hippie's Garden where I learn more about our future fungal overlords. (laughs) I will learn to speak to them. (laughs) I will speak to them on your behalf. Please spare the humans. Oh, I've killed so many of their relatives. I'm fucking toast, dude. (laughs) Hill Hill Hippie. Envoy to the mushroom people. Oh, man. Is that everything? That's it, man. You're crazy, man. Anyway, so uh, that was Hill Hippie's Garden. Happy birthday to you again. <laughs> Thank I you. Pre- I appreciate you. I appreciate you. But uh, this is FXBG Public Radio, and Shock Monkeys here on FXBG Public Radio is continuing to be sponsored by Danny's Pizza and Subs. Uh, go to Danny's Pizza and Subs. Dot com. Um, they are located in the south side here of Fredericksburg on uh, the Lees Hill Center. South side. South side. Uh, at 10657 Spotsylvania Avenue. Um, you can reach them 898-5008. Their hours of operation are Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Friday and Saturday, they're open from 11 to 10 p.m. And on Sundays, they're open from noon to 8. And every day is buy one, get one free of equal to lesser value at Danny's Pizza and Subs. And they got some crazy specialty pizzas. I've told you about, you've had the meat treats. Oh, yeah. Uh, they got like a bacon cheeseburger pizza. Ooh. Yeah, they got white. Their white pizza is amazing. I mean, what I've is, had. What, what, what is on the white pizza? 
Is yeah. it a racist pizza or is it just white sauce deliciousness? It's like every kind of white cheese there is. Ricotta, oh, ricotta yes. feta, parmesan, mozzarella, and garlic powder. Oh, no yeah. Asiago? Parmesan, I guess. <laughs> it's like Asiago. Kind of. Kind of. It's not exactly the same thing, now, is it? And what that does, that's the difference between it being a $10 pizza and a $30 pizza. You know, I'll have to be honest, I've been thinking about it a lot because we've been doing these ads for Danny's for a while, and I'm just like, what's my favorite pizza mm-hmm. at, at Danny's and uh, dannyspizzaandsubs.com, and I would have to say it's a special a specialty. When I go to them and I want, I want a pizza... I'll say, I want the barbecue pizza, pizza, but instead of putting the barbecue sauce on there, just put the red sauce on there. Because when you order bar- barbecue pizza, they, they, instead of red sauce, they'll use barbecue sauce. Right. And it's delicious. But for my personal taste, I just use, use the red sauce, use the beef barbecue or the pork barbecue. Mm-hmm. You can get either or. And, uh, and it's so good. And there's so few places that put crazy shit like that on pizzas. Yeah. You know? And uh, uh, you can get like the buffalo chicken pizza. It takes, it, oh, it's so good. So good. It's so good. Anyway, Danny's Pizza and Subs, thank you for sponsoring us for yet another month. Thank you. Righteous. Thank you very much, yeah, man. keeping us in business. And I'll help keep you in business because I love me some pizza. And, it, and you're so close. And if you want to help keep us in business so that uh, I can afford a gift for Hill Hippie on his birthday. I don't uh, need one. I know you don't. But Your friendship and love is all I need. But the I'm trying to beg for money here. Hold on. Oh, okay. I need a gift, damn it. <laughs> Hill Hippie needs a birthday gift, all right? And so what you need to do is you need to go to over to patreon.com slash uh, shockmonkeyradio. It's all one word, all together. And so uh, go there and become a patron. You can get access to additional video content like you see here. Or, um, yeah, yeah, and you can see other stuff. I've, I would get drunk, and I wrote, like, I posted some poems that I wrote years ago and made them patron only. Oh. I'm sorry about that, patron, patrons. <laughs> But there are other videos and stuff that are like uh, pretty much like whole shows since we're getting more video content. So go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. So to clarify, were th- you just got drunk and posted them or did you get drunk when you wrote them years ago and now you got drunk again and posted them? Yeah, it's like I was sorting through files uh-huh. and, I, and I had been drinking and it's like the world must know. I post. <laughs> so those are just drunk And I'm making post- a pay. That was just drunk posting, not drunken Poetry posted? Well, if you if you go over to our Facebook page, Shock Monkey Radio Redux on Facebook, you'll see I have a very bad habit of touching keyboards when I've had like when I'm three sheets to the wind. It's a good thing you're not dating anybody because it's never uh, friends don't let friends uh, text and drink. I mean, it, it's better than drunk dialing, I guess. Because <laughs> I mean, I would do that. Uh. Well, and see, instead, otherwise, of, instead of going to one person, it's going to everybody. Yeah, I know. It's and a lot of these rants that I do are like these desperate cries for attention. <laughs> it's <laughs> no, it's like I do video shows. I like vi- I like music, and you know, I dig music. I'm on drugs. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't, that was a good movie. One, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I almost say it was a good movie. All right, so fuck Valentine's Day. Fuck it in its stupid eye hole. I am so, I've always hated it because I've always been single. 40, 41st year. 35. 35 years being single? On? You, you've you been thirty-five uh, single for 35 years. You don't count the six? The first six years? You've been maintaining the illusion that you've been 35 for a couple months now. <laughs> Stop trying to blow it. 
I'm glad I got you here to keep track of this stuff. You're right. I'm 35. So it's been 35 consecutive years. Damn. I drink too much. <laughs> I forget all these super genius plans I have. And then I forget them. I have a couple of beers and I forget them. And yeah, I'm 35. So it's 35 consecutive Valentine's Day alone. And I usually rant about this come around Valentine's Day season. Um, the Hallmark holidays. So, but let's be honest. It's like Valentine's Day is the one day a year where you're supposed to be f- feeling bad for being unlovable. And I mean, I mean, some could argue that New Year's, you know, because you know, everyone's kissing the New Year's and never me, you know, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving, you know, you also feel the shame on those holidays for being unlovable. But, you know, I think particularly on Valentine's Day is a day where I'm just like, I will never do this. Okay. Is the day I would pick if I were a mass gunman. All right. If I had like given it up, you know, and I was just tired, it's like that would be the day I'd pick to do it. Ooh, that's know? like the worst kind of cock blocking. I know. <laughs> but that's what's pissing me off. That's usually what makes me want to go on a rampage. Everybody's that, getting fucked but me. Exactly. Not, I mean, not that I'd ever do it. It's just fun to fantasize about stuff like that. I mean, I don't uh, know. That's warning sign number two, everybody. Yeah, fantasizing about it? Nah. Yep. yep. I, f- I feel each and every one of those deaths, those fantasy deaths. Do you? Yeah. I'll feel bad afterwards. It's like I'll have like a little fantasy. It's like, wouldn't it be just nice? And I'm like, I just, uh, fuck it. It just, <laughs> ca, 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 ca. I don't know where I'd get these guns. But, you know, I guess I go to like Bruce Willard's storage unit or something like that. This I, is Virginia. They're not that hard to find. Uh, well, I don't have access to any, you know, so, um, I do, I don't, yeah, I'm not going to, and I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, you shouldn't because you don't want me doing this with your guns. No. <laughs> not that I'm going to do it and never going to do it. That's, it's fun to fantasize about stuff like this sometimes, especially when you're pissed off and alone on Valentine's day. That's the difference between us. You fantasize about killing people. I fantasize about Ronda Rousey. For me, it's uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Kicking your ass? She wasn't a horse. I, I know. She kind of does, but still, it, it kind of does it for me. But you hate horses. I do. Sarah Jessica Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. <coughs> Look, if I ran into Sarah Jessica Parker and she hit on me. apologize to the cop riding her? <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> AOC? You talking about AOC? <laughs> I don't know. She kind of does it for me. Oh, my God. So I've been looking for nude pics of her online. If they got together, they could carry a carriage. Would you get a mic already? Are you part of the show or not? <laughs> Jeez, I bring up AOC and Eric's all piping up. I don't know. I think she's kind of hot. And I he think- wasn't here for the Luca joke. I think, yeah, I think uh, AOC is kind of hot. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I mean, I don't know what it is. I think she looks like this girl from high school I always wanted to get with. Is that it? I think so. And uh, I never did. And, uh, you know, I still follow her on Instagram, Facebook, and stuff like that. And I was like, damn, I fucked up. Anyway. um, (laughs) You know, stalking one you can never have is one thing. But stalking one you could have and you just blew the chance with? It's getting close to Valentine's Day. I'm lonely, all right? Uh, You know, here's what you do on Valentine's Day. Or at least this is what I'm doing this Valentine's Day. I made it clear and simple. Look, baby. I don't believe in this fucking holiday. I'm not buying you anything. Get it? Talking to your hand? Yep. 
Wow. I got to be real. I, now I'm, I feel like I feel bad because of all the unsafe sex I've had with myself. <laughs> You've got a lot of pent up guilt, man. I, I, yeah, I think I should go get tested. That doesn't count. Masturbation isn't the same as lovemaking. Well, it depends on how you look at it. Think of all the millions and millions of sperm that you've just shot into a sock. You don't know where I put it. The uh, I've heard rumors. I would never any. God, <laughs> why does it always go this way? What am I the monkey that's always shocked? Is that how this works? It's just easier to shock you than it is me. Am I the only one sensible here? Is the madman the only one who's the sensible? king troll does not get to complain when he gets trolled. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> you guys are trolling me. That's a mi- like masters. That's a that's a microaggression. I've been working with <laughs> I've been working with you guys too long. Right, have you been triggered? Not really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's very few things that trigger me. Very few things. And when they do, you just fascinate about mass shootings. <laughs> you know, the next fantasy is going to start with you, buddy. <laughs> Happy birthday. Righteous. And I've start- made the fantasies. Oh wait, you're not, you're not Ronda. Fuck. Who is Ronda Rousey? You don't know who Ronda Rousey is? Sh- should I look She's it a up? WWE wrestler. She used to be an MMA fighter. She was never an MMA fighter. Is she? She was the champion there for a while. So she's just a badass woman that looks fucking hot. Uh, mm, disagree. Okay. Disagree. You can have her, bro. I, I wasn't giving you an option, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick your ass for it. I, nah, I just want her to. I just want her to whoop my ass. You, you can have her after that. Whatever gets you off, man. Doesn't take much these days. <sighs> Valentine's Day. I'm done with it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Have I ruined it even more for you? No, it's just like damn. I'm just. It's like I get so desperate on Valentine's Day that even Alexandria Arcasio Cortez looks good to me. You know, and, and I mean, if you know anything about her, you know she's friggin' ins- insane. And so, I mean, it's, uh, I, I don't know, it's, 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 I don't know, like sexy liberal girls, you know, they, they do something f- to me. I don't know what it is. It's like I'm going to have this debate with them and they're going to be like, oh, you're right. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be a Republican now. You want to have sex? Because that's exactly how that would go down, right? No. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. And then you, that would skew the results of who fucks better, Democrats or Republicans. I don't mind. I'm, sh- I'm sure AOC and I could have come up, come across some uh, common ground, especially if I'm trying to bang it, you know. Yeah, but then you'd hate yourself in the morning when she was looking for hay for breakfast. Damn it. Right back into the horse. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to move on to the next topic. Did you say yeah. right back into the horse's mouth? Yeah. Anyway, you know what a cave <laughs> You know what a cave cricket is? Uh, I would assume it's a cricket that lives in caves. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, they're a bug. I hate to get all VH1 storytellers here, but they're a bug. And if you know anything about them, uh, you know that they are almost impossible to capture. Okay. Uh, and so I generally don't like killing anything. Um, even spiders, I will try to capture and toss outside unless they scare me and I, uh, kill them in a panic. Uh, cause that, that has happened. You know, where I was like, oh, come here. And I got like an index card. And I'm trying to scoop up the spider. And then he starts running towards my hand. I'm Bleh! just, it's panic reflex action. I mean, fair enough. That, that sin is on me. 
so I'm not on any of you, so that it, sin is on me. It invaded your bubble, man. You're safe. I was trying to help him, but he freaked me out, and so I ended up killing him. You know, it happens. But uh, these these cave crickets, they're, they they jump. It's like they can jump from here to the, lo- the cl- closest grocery store. So they can jump from here to Danny's and get a pizza and come back? Exactly. Fucking, I need one as a pet. I mean, in comparison. Not that same distance. If we were able to leap as far as these things can leap, we could leap to Danny's, grab some pizza, and leap back. It wouldn't be, oh. wouldn't look pretty, well, but damn it, these things could really leap, and they're impossible to catch. And so I just kind of ended up living, dealing with this cave cricket living in my bathroom. And if you, if you're in, Vir- in Virginia and you have a basement, you know what cave crickets are. <laughs> so, uh, oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Those you know are what the I'm fun- they're the funky looking ones. Yeah, with not the, like your standard brown with cricket. They're with the crooked more, leg. Yeah, more squat, fatter body. Yeah, like yep. that. I got yep. a picture. That's what I posted on Instagram. It's a cave cricket. So, um, yeah. Uh, so I just kind of ended up living, dealing with it. I'm sitting there having a poop, and there's this cave cricket looking at me. And he's like, "You ain't gonna kill me." <laughs> Come on, man. I'm yeah. in your space. And I'm just like, Henri. That's his name, by the way, Henri. Oh, Henri? Yeah, Henri, H-E-N-R-I. That's his name. He hangs out near my shower, and lately he's been showering with me. Uh, Like, I'll go get into the shower, and then he'll, like, jump in there and, like, jump around, and he's like, oh, he's turning the water on. I don't know if he's excited because he's thirsty or something. I don't know. And he's like, oh, it's too hot. I'll wait. And so I'm in the shower, and I'm just sitting there, and I was like, okay, I got to step towards the shampoo. I don't have time to wash the old hair. (laughs) You know, and I take a step towards the shampoo, and then I felt Henri crush beneath my foot. Oh. Yeah, and so I shouted, Henri, no! And then I had a quick and unceremonious naked toilet funeral for Henri. <laughs> he just didn't let him go down the drain? Yeah. He had to take him to the toilet. Well, we got this little thing over the drain that he never would have fit. <laughs> so <laughs> You stepped on him. I feel like he would have fit. He still he still was somewhat together. Somewhat together. <laughs> He wouldn't have fit down the drain. Well, stepped on him again. He was already dead. He wasn't going to feel it. Anyway. I'm just helping you compost, buddy. Sorry, Henri. I get out of the shower, and so I had to explain to my family who Henri was. <laughs> Did they hear you crying? Yes, because they heard me scream in the shower. Henri, <laughs> no. And they're like, what is an Henri? And I was like, no, it's, that was his name. And they're like, whose name? The cave cricket that's been living in the bathroom the last couple of days. They're like, you name insects. It's like familiar insects. Have they been bringing uh, suited strangers by the house since this time? What? Have they brought any suited strangers by the house since this time? Suited strangers. Strangers wearing suits, asking you questions. Mm. Like men in black style? Uh, like uh, psychiatrist style? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no. I regularly see mental health professionals. Uh, 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 but not any... But I mean, are they I'm bringing the them in? Not you Not you going there, but them bringing them in because they're a little worried about you now more than they normally were? What's, what's wrong with naming a cave cricket you're not going to kill? But you killed him. Not on purpose. I think intent is like going to damn my soul. No, what it was was Henri had gotten a little too close. He was peeking at your neck and he was looking up at your, your sack and... It invaded your space, and you're like, Henri, you're a boy. I'm not into this. And you subconsciously did it on purpose, but in your mind, you're telling yourself you did it. You're uh, turning this into a hate crime. Yes, I am. Jerk. <laughs> it was an accident, Henri. Oh, it wasn't. I hope, I hope you're looking down. No, it wasn't. And you could forgive me. He was looking up. Where? He was looking up. But now he's looking down. 
It's, I'm sure it's blowing his mind. I'm pretty sure he's right, sitting right there on your shoulder. He's my, he's my conscience. That explains a lot. <laughs> That's why you've been having the fantasies about shooting. Because <laughs> on reason my shoulder, you stepped on Because you killed your conscience. I killed my conscience. I accidentally stepped on my conscience. You know, I'm kind of glad you didn't lead with this and then go into the I hate Valentine's Day thing. That would have been a, whole, a weird transition. It's a, a really intense process to pick which order to do these things in. Trust me. I mean, because I know what I write. I know what I write. And sometimes the stuff that I wrote like six or seven beers into a night of writing mm-hmm. works later in the show. But the stuff that is 11, 12 beers of writing is first. Like, for example, the actual text of uh, the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez thing uh-huh. is very, uh, I want to fuck you. you know, <laughs> <laughs> I want to fuck you. We'll see. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Barry tar- was at the helm. Yeah, he was kind of in control. Was like, I just, Got it. I, I want to I, I wanna fuck so bad that even eat, I'll take AOC. <laughs> Horse face, come on, let's do this. <laughs> Come here, I got an apple for you. Anyway, so I, yeah, I never told anybody until that day that I named familiar insects. You have an insect familiar? No, well, it's just like if I'm if I run into you, I see it. Like there was a spider that was out front here uh, of the studio, and I'm not going to kill it. And it had a gloriously huge web, and I was just like, man, this guy's living high on the hog. Yeah, you're not unlucky. You remember the spider? Oh, yep. Why didn't you name him? You met him? Yeah, I met him because I walked into his web and he got on my face. Then he met the uh, he met my palms, you hard and fast. You killed Ricky. Was that his name? Ricky. He would have been dead anyway. Yeah, because of winter. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky. Anyway, uh, wow, well, a little more than a half hour in. Mm. I have to beer. Um, you ever wonder if uh, America would what, what what America would be like if everyone who registered an automobile automobile was forced to make a unique vanity plate? <coughs> I feel like we'd have a lot more auto accidents. Well, and a lot longer license plates. And maybe it should be like your Twitter handle on your mm-hmm. license plate. And so you're driving around, and you could say like, but, but, "This bitch, this," bitch, and you get on Twitter at the stoplight. You know, you're like. At 3XMommy3, use your signals, hashtag bitch. <laughs> Twitter would become so fun. It would be so much fun. Yeah, but then, you know, people would look at mine was at don't touch me there. Yeah, I ain't, I, 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 I ain't messaging that guy. <laughs> the, the vanity plates would be coming out. It's like trying to deter people. It's like, don't tweet me. Yeah. <laughs> Vanity plate, don't tweet me. At fuck off. At don't tweet. At don't tweet me. Hashtag spite. You know. <laughs> People get bored at stoplights. Let's give us something to do. One more way to distract us on the road, so we all die on the highway. Yeah. Whatever happened to just singing along like an idiot in the ra- uh, to the radio? Wasn't that good enough for us anymore, America? I so don't listen to radio anymore. I'm listening to podcasts all the, all the time now. All right. Well, talk along to Ben Shapiro. That's a good point, Ben. That's a good point. Way to get, way to own that point. Way to own that point, man. Yeah, yeah. And people look over. He's really getting into that song. No, I, I think he's listening to Ben Shapiro. It has happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Called it. 
if I have the window down or something like that, like I'm smoking a cigarette and there's some like Ben Shapiro rant or uh, what's this, a Jordan Peterson thing <laughs> or Joe Rogan just going off of some, and somebody will have their window down. They'll look at me and it's like, what the fuck are you listening to? You know, podcasts. Get on board. <laughs> this is a new wave. You're F- so 90s. FM radio? I mean, seriously, dude. I, I mean, the only time I listen to FM radio anymore is just to get the weather. And if, it takes about eight minutes. Yeah. Eight, eight minutes, and there's nothing else I want to listen to. You weather know? on the eights. Exactly. I'm not going to throw WTOP under the bus, but, you know. <laughs> You're, other than that and uh, uh, what is that? Ma- uh, Mass and radio station. 106.7 The Fan. Ah. Those are the only two FM radio stations I listen to. And the only time I listen to The Fan is during baseball season. Yep. And oh, shit. I'm going to check the news here later after news worth knowing. Uh, uh, Bryce Harper may be going to Philly. And I am so, so, so mad at him. And I th- I'm, I'm kind of glad because I've always hated, kind of hated on him. And so now he's in part of another team. If he's, I don't know if he's going. This is what I've heard on the news is that he might be leaving. So why are you mad at him if you've never been a real big fan of him? Because he's kind of arrogant. So shouldn't you be glad that he's leaving? <sighs> Show us on the can. Where did he touch you? <laughs> on the can? Where did he touch me? Right uh, in your mouth? Right there at the mouth part of my mouth. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just no, – this, this is a brief aside. Speaking of the windows being down, I think of another <laughs> brief aside. I'm a madman. I talk crazy shit. All right. Um, there was this time when I was in Philly. Speaking of Bryce Harper going to Philly. There was this time when I was in Philly. We're walking down the street. We're going to get some of the – Worst cheese cheesesteaks I've ever had in my life, <laughs> which were in Philly. It's they use like wah, cheese, wah, they use cheese whiz on it, man. That's fucking gross. Aww. Yeah, it's gross. That's disgusting. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we're walking down the street in Philly, and uh, we're heading. What was it? it? Was a Fat Tuesdays? We're headed to. I'm gonna get some uh, some daiquiris and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you were gonna get Go daiquiris. Navy. Yeah. Oh God. Bun- yeah, a bunch of sailors going to get daiquiris at Fat Tuesdays and eat some cheesesteaks. No wonder there's so many rumors. So we're walking down the street and there's these uh, two cars, and one car pulled in front of another car, and that car had New Jersey plates, and the one behind it was had uh, Pennsylvania plates. And the guy in Pennsylvania plates just lays on the horn. Go back to Jersey, asshole. And the guy, it was summer, so everyone had their windows down, right? And uh-huh. so the guy from New Jersey leans out the window and screams, Welcome to the city of brotherly love. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I fell more in love with America on that day <laughs> because that was amazing. That well was one of the best played. American things I've ever seen. You know, it's just like, yeah, you know, I cut you off, but fuck you, pal. It's like, I'm from New Jersey. Fuck you, pal. I'm from Philly. I feel like that was probably one of EK's relatives. <laughs> No, you just you spend a little time in New Jersey. You'll find you can't throw a stone in New Jersey without running into somebody like that. Well, uh, EK's <laughs> relatives are from Jersey. Really? I know that. I know that. You anyway. had so much working room there. <coughs> and you just dropped the ball like Bryce Harper. <laughs> I'll show you those videos. Anyway, we'll, we'll go back to that later after all. <laughs> Bryce Harper sucks. Just search for that on YouTube. There's lots of great videos. <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to watch them later tonight. Anyway, let's get into the news worth knowing. All right. So this sounds cool. Disneyland's new Star Wars ride may be 28 minutes long. Uh, 
Disneyland's new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge has fans counting down the days until the grand opening, and it looks like the latest ride may be worth the long wait time. While many theme park rides require park goers to wait around in long lines for hours, only to be given a 30-second thrill, rumors about the ride, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, say it may be actually a 28-minute journey that immerses guests into the story of the Resistance and the First Order. Scott Tobridge, creative executive of Disney Imagineering, calls the ride the most epic attraction we've ever built in the uh, Disney Parks teaser video. Um, Alicia Stella, writer from writer for the Disney and More blog, describes the ride as having more than 300 animatronic figures. Um, this is um, what this is what she said on her uh, Theme Park Stop podcast, mm-hmm. and posits that it could be up to 28 minutes long. Um, she said on the podcast that uh, guests are invited onto the Star Destroyer, uh, then they are suddenly taken prisoner by the First Order, and then members of the Resistance come to save them. Riding on trackless vehicles through several scenes of the Star Wars universe until they land on a planet's surface. This attraction invites you to be recruited to the Resistance to stand up against the First Order, and you even come face to face with Kylo Ren. Ooh. Mm. You make it through that, you get back to the planet, and you'll be a hero of the Resistance and celebrated throughout the land, Tobridge explained in the teaser. In a nutshell, it's the ultimate wish fulfillment for any Star Wars fan. Ultimate? Ultimate? Mm. Ultimate. Not banging Leia in the bikini. Yeah, if I'm not, yeah, if I'm not banging <laughs> Leia, like Cokehead Carrie Carrie Fisher, I must say Carrie Russell. <laughs> I know where your yeah, mind's at. Yeah, Carrie Russell, uh, Carrie Fisher, um, yeah, in the in the bikini brass bikini, that's not the ultimate. Yeah, because I can't think of a, a, another female in the Star Wars universe before uh, from that point in time. Except for maybe Amidala from the original series, and yeah, I think I'll pass. Yeah, Natalie Portman. That was a girl that like creeped you out your entire life. She was like, "Yeah, you were hot when you're 12 years old," <laughs> <laughs> and you, and you're like, "It's weird to even think that." And now you're just like uh, crazy. Oh, you peaked. <laughs> you peaked at 12. <laughs> you're past your prime. Sorry. I don't know. I thought Black Swan was a good movie, though. It was better than the one about the Walmart, baby. Well, I have to be honest. When it comes to Black Swan, if I could pick two women in Hollywood to have a little lesbian scene with. Menage a trois? Yeah, it'd probably be those two girls. (laughs) Oh, lesbian scene. Okay, I thought you wanted to be involved. You're not ambitious enough. I'm not filming a porno. I just want to see... Who said filming a porno? I just said just getting involved. I guess I don't fantasize correctly. No, you fantasize about killing people. Guns. Also, I, well, I guess there is penetration involved in killing. I like fantasies. sword fights. I dream about sword fighting as being like a medieval warrior. Okay. Is that a is that a gay thing? I'm I'm trying not to go there. Okay. Let's talk about royalty. Royalty. Well, you know, real quick to touch back on this uh, Star Wars thing. All right. A 28 minute ride. Yeah. Got to pee before. How long you stay in the line before that? Three days. That's true. It'd be a long line. I mean, you're in line for two to three hours for a 30-second ride in most rides in most theme parks. A 28-minute ride. Uh, in, in, um, in my experience, playing Roller Coaster Tycoon, my idea would be to keep the queue line very short so that people aren't sitting there through like an hour and a half of like three different loads through the, through the ride or even have multiple tracks i don't know how you do it yeah it's a logistic nightmare i mean you'd have to have a cart leaving 
like every 30 seconds in order to be able to filter people through there at any type of volume? Well, in order, yeah, in order. Or to... just charge an outrageous price for that ride itself. Well, maybe I'll load a roller coaster tycoon on there and make a 28-minute ride. See how it goes over. <laughs> make the long line as hell. All right. And people always complain, and it's like, I've been standing in line for this Disneyland ride. For five fucking yeah, for... days. <laughs> and it can happen, and especially in that game, because, you know, for a month. Yeah, you, know, you can get a queue line so long in that game, Roller Coaster Tycoon, and you can make a queue line long enough that people will come in there for months. They'll stand in the line for a month <laughs> trying to get on a ride. That might actually be ingenious, though. Well, okay, you're still in line. You, the first day's ticket is over. you got to buy another ticket. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, missed your chance. you got to get here early. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Meghan Markle and Kate Middleton or How Not to Stop Trolls. Uh, Britain's press has urged social media users to stop inappropriate criticism of the Duchesses of Cambridge and Sussex. Uh, Palace officials have been seeking help from Instagram to monitor and remove offensive comments about Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, and Catherine, the Duchess of Cambridge, as if you care. (laughs) Palace aides have been spending hours each week moderating comments on the official Palace Instagram account, removing racist and sexist comments, the Associated Press reports. Well spent money. Well spent money, England. State sponsored <laughs> censorship. <laughs> They're trying to go on through and like, oh, we don't like that. <laughs> the worst re- uh, abuse reportedly focused on the alleged feud between Megan and Kate, which uh, could have added to the online abuse with fans of one duchess criticizing the other in a very on very personal terms. The the first sign of the alleged feud came after the Telegraph reported Markle thirty seven and Kate Middleton thirty seven cry over an argument involving bridesmaid dresses for the former Suits star wedding to Prince Harry in 1934. He was 34. 1934. They look good for being married in 1934. They live forever. Those British people, they live forever. Uh, Blue blood. Uh, Women receive more abuse online than men, and that's very true. Mm -hmm. And this sad truth seems to apply just as much to the royal family. Uh, The duchesses do not have their own public social media accounts. Markle took hers down, um, her social media accounts, and her lifestyle website after she became engaged to Prince Harry. She's like, I made it. No no point in doing this anymore. Yeah, right. (laughs) Seriously, when you marry a prince, you're just like, fuck it. I've peaked. (laughs) Right? We got a girl in the room. Yeah, it's like... I'm a princess now. Fuck it. I don't have to do a goddamn thing ever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, you know, it's like, people are posting mean stuff on my Instagram. It's like, that's what you complain about, Princess in the P? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go spend your millions and shut the fuck up. People, yeah, people, people are always posting horrible shit. They have nothing better to do. Nothing better to say. Jealousy. Yeah. I mean, and... I just think that there's some guy getting paid in England to go through and delete these comments. <laughs> I would like that to... would be a number one, probably a well-paying job, and have to be fucking hilarious. Yeah, some of the shit that he would read. Yeah, I'd like to take take Kate Middleton and, and oh, this is a paragraph. Let's see. Hmm, I'm gonna save this one to my personal phone <laughs> and keep this one. I like it. All right, fucking Facebook. All right, um, Facebook removes smiling picture of a seriously Ill, Ill girl being fed by a tube. Um, a mom was left horrified when Facebook banned a photo of her daughter because she was being fed by a tube. 
Shay Wynn, nine, has spent her whole life being fed by a tube after she was born with a rare condition. Uh, Shay, who was born prematurely at 31 weeks, had a V-shaped pocket at the back of her throat known as a laryngeal cleft. The cleft means that she has a hole between her voice box and her food pipe, which means that food or drink can pass into her airway. Mm. Very dangerous. Yeah. Her mom, Lindsay Bidwell, uh, who was 40, started a charity to raise awareness of, of the condition. But when she went to upload a photo of Shay smiling on her with her food tube, the charity's Facebook page, to the charity's Facebook page, Shay's smile, uh, she was told it was shocking, sensational, or excessively violent. The 40-year-old immediately uh, appealed the decision, which was rectified in about 10 minutes, Facebook told The Sun. She said, I was just shocked. Even if a robot, even if it was a robot, it's just not on. Is that British? Uh, I don't know. It's, but, just, it's so, just not on. Here's a better question. How the fuck is this news? How is this news? Yeah, because the problem got resolved in, what, 40 minutes? It's news because, you know, they, because some kid has, like, being fed by a tube is like there's some program that says it's like no we're not going to allow that it's okay so either a bot or somebody fucked up well that's what she's saying you know it's like i thought it was a bot how is that news though i don't know uh we got about 10 minutes left and we haven't hit in this big story here uh, about tom brokaw you heard about this uh-uh. shit this weekend all right uh yeah so uh this is a uh, the Topic of this article is Tom Brokaw's Hispanic remarks were shockingly uninformed. This is Geraldo Rivera saying it, so okay. Mm. All right. uh, Where's my salt? <laughs> I need a grain or two. All right. uh, Fox News correspondent at large, Geraldo Rivera, said Monday night that veteran NBC News journalist Tom Brokaw's remarks on immigrants and assimilation over the weekend were shockingly uninformed. All right. This is what Brokaw said on Meet the Press Sunday. Um, he said that Hispanics should work harder at assimilation. And they shouldn't just be codified in their own communities. He also said that people have told him they don't know if they want brown grandbabies. Although he didn't clarify who told him this. All right, you fucked up right there, bro. Yeah. I mean, you are right to some degree up until there's like people are scared of gr- brown grandbabies. It's like, you kidding me? I'd love to have a brown cr- grandbaby. Well, I, I could paint their skin camouflage super easy. <laughs> Start training them as a little, because uh, that's the that's like the worst thing about like me when I was playing war and it's like I'm so damn pale, you yeah. Know? And so I got like I had to do the full face makeup. But I mean, if you're green, brown, and black instead of boom. two colors to, instead of versus yeah, three, you're halfway into. If you're if you have brown One, skin, you're like halfway to camouflage. One third. One third of the way to camouflage. That's awesome. If I'm hiding in the jungle, I'm gonna be shot first with my pale ass. Reflecting yeah. the sun reflecting off my skin. You're not going to be the one shooting in the jungle. Why would I go to the jungle? Why do you do anything? You got a point there. Anyway, um, I I do agree with these first two statements that Hispanics should work harder to assimilate and they shouldn't be codified in their own communities. However, I think it's unfair to just limit that to Hispanics. Yeah, um, there are other cultures that do this as well, and um, uh, the the longest long-standing non-assimilating people I can think of are the Hasidic Jews. Uh, they're pretty much codified in their own communities and, you know, they don't really, um, uh, people from the Middle East somewhat are codified in their own, um, what are they called? What do they say? Codified in their own communities. Um, a lot of Asian cultures codified in their own communities. I mean, but you know, Korean bathhouses, you gotta go, you gotta figure out, 
Korean. You got to figure it out to, for, just to get into bathhouses. Yeah. You got to do it. You got to go to the bathhouse. And you got to know that the exact amount you got to put in those tip jars. Well, I mean, this is, this is the reason why assimilation is awesome. Because you realize the kind of bathhouses the Koreans have, and you're just like, oh, shit, I love Korea. <laughs> you know? Because, <laughs> I mean, that's the point of the big mixing bowl is that you get to see other people's lives and ideas right. and stuff like that. It's just like, hey, what you're doing is cool. Let me try that. Mm-hmm. You know? But, you know, it's like, but, you know, I'm scared about my friends who don't want brown grandbabies. It's like, oh, you fucked up, dude. You're a racist yeah, douchebag. Yeah, you just, you had a and point. You, you hid it, your own fears, behind saying, my friends have said. You know, like everyone has, I got the friend with this rash on his leg. <laughs> okay, yeah, your friend. Bullshit. You're a racist, Tom Brokaw. Well, Tom Brokaw, you're really playing that crazy old man to a heat, uh, to the hilt. And I mean. How old is he? He's old. How? I don't know. You want me to Google it right now? How old? Is Tom Broca? See, we need a Google speaker. Seventy-eight here. years old. Okay, Fe- so that's old enough to be senile and racist. I guess. Uh, February sixth, his birthday's coming up. That's if you care. I think we need uh, to contact Clint Eastwood on this. I feel like he's an expert on old senile racist people, racist white people. Maybe. Grand Torino, man. That's all I'm saying. Get off my lawn. I love that scene. <laughs> it was like, man standing on his ground. Man standing on his ground. Mm. And Jesus imagery. Um, let's go with this, this next story. Uh, Alaska fisherman attacked by a sea lion. Nearly dragged into the water. What'd, what'd you say? The, the sea lion, dude. You pissed him off. I, I know how easily a sea lion can yeah, be pissed off. Sea lions are vicious. All right. Come course, sea lions. <laughs> a fisherman in Alaska was bit in the leg by a sea lion who lunged from the harbor and tried to drag him into the water. What a dick. Uh, he was, the man was helping pull a Pollock neck net off of a drum on the MV Celtic in Sandpoint Harbor. Wow, that's a cumbersome sentence. Yeah. <laughs> in Sandpoint <coughs> Harbor, Excuse me. when the mammal attacked him. Sunday evening, and he's like, "Hey, we got like seventy-eight percent matching DNA. Why are you doing this? You're right. We're all we're all one. All matter. All matter has been forged in the heart of our son. We're all one." And the sea lion's just like, "Fuck that! You're drowning today, bitch." Because you are crunchy and tastes good with ketchup. That's why. <laughs> Imagine a sea lion putting ketchup on a person. Uh, the captain said that if the man hadn't been holding onto the net, he likely would have been pulled into the water and drowned. According to why can he not swim? According to the Sandpoint <laughs> Department of Public Safety. It depends on whether or not the sea lion let him go or not. Yeah, the other crew members took the injured man to the hospital and treated for injuries to, to his right thigh. Oh, wow, he had him in his thigh. Or at least after six hours. Could you imagine being admitted to the hospital? Well, what happened here? Uh, sea lion tried sea to drown me. It was like, you're the third one today. Those sea lions are vicious. Now, here's the thing. The sea lion bit him in the thigh, and it would have pulled him off the boat if he wasn't holding on to the uh, the net. The net. How big a chunk of this guy did that sea lion get make off with? Exactly. <laughs> if you had to go to the hospital, it was probably deep enough. I mean, your thigh, there's that femoral artery in there, man. Yeah. It, it didn't hit that, though. Otherwise, he'd have never made it to the hospital. What would what would you be thinking, though, is if, like, the sea lion bit you in the thigh, hits the femoral artery, you know it's hit the femoral artery just because of the amount of blood, and you're mm-hmm. sitting there thinking, a fucking sea lion killed me. 
this is how. This, this, fuck me. I think I'd turn into an atheist in that very minute. I'd be like, why, God? It's like, because it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. Maybe I'll get the joke when I get up there, God, and then you pass out from the blood loss. You remember when you were 13, you ate meat on a Friday during Lent. That's why. That's why, madman. I think God just thinks it's funny. I would assume so. Well, I mean, if, you know, if life doesn't matter, you know, life has no meaning to you. Life and death has no meaning to you. Then it must be hilarious. It's like, yeah, you lived and you died and it was fun. And it was hilarious. Remember when you got your head stuck in the banister? That was shit. It was hilarious. I mean, who wants to be the normal? your highlight reel. <laughs> yes. Who wants to who wants to die like the everybody else? I gave you something special. Exactly. Who gets killed? Look, let's You let's, got your 15 minutes of fame. Look just at the post list. humorously. Look at the list. I have all the, all the stats. God has he pulls up his iPad. He pulls up God, God pulls is up not an Apple user. <laughs> okay. God's a higher class pull, than that. He pulls up his Galaxy Note or whatever and starts like, "Look, I have all the stats of all the humans have ever lived. You know how many people were killed by sea lions? Two. No, it's Sam. God would use an LG. I guess life's good. <laughs> life's good. Anyway, so uh, we got about three minutes left, and I want to do this last story. I like to uh, end on a more positive note, so that we can go into the next week just being more positive. Um, so thousands answer a call to attend an unaccompanied Air Force vet's Texas funeral. Uh, <clears throat> The Central Texas State Veterans Cemetery in Killeen appealed for supporters to attend a funeral, the funeral of unaccompanied veteran Joseph Walker in a Facebook post that went viral over the weekend. Quote, we are overwhelmed with all this love and support. We do not leave veterans behind. The cemetery wrote on Facebook after the service. The line to get into the cemetery was miles long and initial reports indicated some 5,000 to 6,000 vehicles were in the line. Wow. Uh, reported by KWTX-TV. Walker of Dale, Texas, was 72 when he died of natural causes on November 19th. He served in the Air Force from 1964 to 1968. After his death, his family contacted a funeral home in Austin to arrange for a funeral service, but they could not be reached. The funeral director, uh, Gilbert Cavazos, told Fox News, quote, we made every attempt, Cavazos said. At the cemetery, large crowds stood in silence for for a recording of taps. They don't play it live anymore? Oh. And the presentation of the military burial flag to Doug Galt, a representative of the Texas agency that oversees the cemetery. Today we're not strangers, Mark George, a member of the Central Texas Combat Vets Motorcycle Ministry Services, told the crowd, which included an Air Force unit from Fort Hood. Quote, today we are family. This is our brother, Joseph Walker. Like all other vets, he signed a blank blank check for our nation, and you should see some of these pictures. Like like how many people came out. You know, there's just like there's no one else here who's who's gonna stand over this veteran's grave, mm. and it's overwhelming, overwhelming how many people show up. And I mean, I know I was in the Navy and stuff like that, and I give it, the chair force a bunch of shit. But I mean, you know, we're all part of the same team, you know, it was like we're puddle pirates. You know, you're the chair force, those are the jarheads, you know, those are the ground pounding army. You know, we all make fun of each other, you know, it's, and but, you know, we're all part of the same team. And if I had been in, around Texas and somebody said, hey, you know, 
it's something I would want for my funeral. If no one, I don't know, for some reason, if no one came to my funeral, I mean, there's plenty of good reasons not to like me, not to come to my funeral. But uh, if no one came, I would hope that there would be a bunch of, hey, shipmates, you know, one of our sailors died. Um, and he had a podcast. Check this out. <laughs> and that's that's when our show would go viral. Speaking of which, yes. um, if you like our show, please tell your friends. I mean, I just I like to think that there's a uh, a little group of guys in Indiana or something like that who get our sense of humor, and they're just like, they're all laughing at our jokes or something like that. And it's like we should we should email him at Madman at FXPGPR and tell him this joke. See if he see if he does it. <laughs> you know. And yeah, I probably will. If you email me up, I might do it. It's just like, me and my friends love your show. And it's like, well, yeah, tell all your friends. If you get our sense of humor, if you get what we talk about, well, we get what we're doing. Uh, yeah, check us out on Facebook, Shock Monkey Radio Redux. Look for that. Uh, you can look for us on YouTube. I'm Search for the Madman Lowercase. If you're looking at the videos, just search for those two words, Madman and Lowercase. Um, and what else do we got? We got Patreon. Go over to patreon.com, become a patron so I can get some gifts for the Hill Hippie. You know, I need gifts. He, he deserves it. He Nobody deserves loves it. me. And plus, you get access to all sorts of additional uh, content behind the paywall. Ooh, what can they get? It's a bunch of videos and a bunch of rantings from a drunk me and the poetry that I wrote years ago. But mostly it's videos that. You know, full videos of full shows as much as we can. Thank Righteous. you, thank you to our intern Hannah B. She's on she's on YouTube as well. You can search for her. She's uh, absolutely she's killing it when it comes to this video stuff. And uh, and believe it or not, she's funny. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we got Ek. We got Hill Hippie. Um, thanks for listening. This has been Shock Monkey Radio. It's seven oh one. I'm the Madman, and I love you. Who are you? I'm the Hill Hippie. Wishing you all peace and love. I went fast today.